You're listening to the 101st edition of the Bitochen Podcast. We continue in Psuke Bitochen Yeshua verses from Reb Zundel and explanations from many different sources. Hashem Lekai Bechoch Asisi, Hashem my God, I have trusted in you. Hoshieni, save me, Mikol Rodfai, from all those running after me. Vahatzileni, and save me. So this, this pasuk, this verse was written when King David was running away from King Saul, from Shaul HaMelech. And he was showing Hashem, he was, he was ratifying, he was ratifying the fact that he trusted in Hashem despite his challenges. Says the Medjah Sheikh Tov. Hashem Lekai Bechoch Asisi. The first idea that we have here is very interesting, very deep. Hashem, my God, I trusted in you. The word Becha, which means in you, I trust in you. Amr of Yechanan. The Medjish bring down, brings down, Becha B'Tayrascha. The word Becha, when it says I trusted in you, it's a reference to the Torah. Why? Because the word Becha, Be'eser Mushtaim Oisius, Zo Alef Beis. The word Becha has 22. The gematria of it is 22. And it's a reference to the 22 letters with which the Torah was written. What does this mean on a deeper level? So, we've discussed many times the idea of trusting in Hashem. Trusting in Hashem without any hishtadlis, without any efforts. Of course, trusting it depends on our level. Sometimes we need to put in efforts ourselves. Hishtadlis, no hishtadlis. We also discussed the idea of trusting in Hashem when I don't deserve it. Let's say a person is a Russia. We found that even a wicked person who trusts in Hashem, he's surrounded by kindness. We've tried to understand that what that means. When a person trusts in Hashem, perhaps they're no longer called wicked. But the, the Medjashir says something amazing and, and interesting, and it has to do with when I'm guaranteed. When am I guaranteed that my bitachin will be answered? That my confidence indeed is justified? Vikashale, here it's a sefer called Vyavakish Ratzon, very interesting. When it says that he trusted in the 22 letters that the Torah is written with. So the reason that the Medjish is pointing this out is because the Medjish had a question. How can David say with full confidence that he knows that Hashem will save him from all of his enemies? It says in the Zohar, person should not say that Hashem will for sure save me. Or that this is what Hashem will do for me. So this is why Rabbi Yechanan says as follows. Hashem, my God, I trusted in you. The Medjah is explaining, according to the Sefer Yavakish, that David HaMelech felt confident. Why? Because he was, he was approaching his bitachin in a specific way. The specific way was, Hashem, I want to learn your Torah. Hashem, I want your 22 letters. The 22 letters. I trusted in your 22 letters in your Torah. The fact that I wanted to learn Torah. Because I want to be able to learn your Torah. Which was written with 22 letters. 
which add up to the number of 22, which is the letter, the gematria of the words, of the word Becha. By you saving me from those who run after me, by you doing that, so it will come out, like the sages say, now, what's the proper approach? How can a person guarantee his salvation? A person should place his focus, uh, he should place his confidence in Hashem, that Hashem will help him in the mitzvahs and the Torah. We saw this previously, but it's such an important point to underscore and to repeat and to remember. If I ask Hashem to help me so that I can learn His Torah, ask Hashem, I have talking in you, why? Because I, if, you, if you save me, I'm going to be able to study your Torah. I'm going to be able to have a spiritual life. I'm going to be able to, to, to fulfill the commandments, to fulfill the Torah. I'm going to be able to go in the way of truth. That, we have a guarantee that somebody who comes to purify himself they get heavenly assistance. Then a person can be guaranteed that they will be helped. So it's a very interesting take. It's, it's based on the Zohar. It's based on the Zohar. This is what King David is saying. I trust in you. I trust in the 22 letters of the Torah. I trust that if I want to learn the Torah, if I want to fulfill your commandments, if I want to be able to do your will, Hashem, I'm going to be able to do it. Why? Because you will save me from all those who run after me and who want to hurt me. I'm guaranteed, because what's my focus? Why am I asking for your help? Why do I have that such great confidence? Because I want to study the Torah. And he brings here an incredible story. Amura Mizeh. What comes out, what we learn from this, the Aisab This that the Zohar says, that a person should not depend for sure that Hashem is going to fulfill whatever he desires. Yeah, I just had a discussion with one of my children about, she said, my daughter said, you know, when you have bitachin, it feels like you're demanding something from Hashem. Right? It doesn't feel right. I'm demanding from Hashem, I'm, I'm, I'm like instructing Hashem what I should get. But, kasher, when the focus, the, the fulcrum, is adjusted, so that, why am I asking for this? I'm asking for this thing because when my troubles are removed, I'll be able to learn. I'll be able to study your Torah properly. I'll be able to fulfill the mitzvahs better. I'll be able to give more tzedakah. When that's the focus, so then, it's a different kind of approach. We say from Megi Givois Eilam, Mesuper. In the Sefer Megid Gevaisalim, there's a story Al Harav Yaakov Meshe Shurkin. By Rav Yaakov Meshe Shurkin, Asher Bigaldusay Nisyasim Be'Ave Ve'Imay. Nishagama B'Dam Mishpacha. This Rabbi Shurkin, he had lost his parents, his parents had died, and he had no family. He already reached the age of 30, and he had not yet found 
a wife, he wasn't yet married. But Mar Kippur. Very embittered, he came to the Chavetz Chaim one day on the eve of Yom Kippur. He said, please bless me that I should find a wife. Please bless me that I should have a family. Chavetz Chaim answered him as follows. Which means, the Creator should bless you, you should be able to stay in learning. Now, Rav Shurkin, when he heard this, he, he thought that the Chavetz Chaim didn't hear him properly. He said, Rebbe, I'm, I'm asking for a shidduch, I'm asking for a wife to, to, to start a home. Please bless me. He said the same thing. Hashem should help you to be able to stay in learning. He left distraught. He thought that the Chavetz Chaim was saying to him that he would be alone for the rest of his life. He would just be learning without a family, without ever getting married. He went back to the yeshiva crying. He met up, I guess he must have gone back to Baranovich, where he was studying by Rabbi Khan Wasserman. And Rabbi Khan said to him, Why are you crying, my friend? My student, why are you crying? What's wrong? Shurkin explained to him the entire story of what had happened. He said, Oh, yo, yo, you don't understand. Without a wife, you can't stay in learning. Without a parnasi, you can't stay in learning. Without livelihood. Without the serenity and a good family. It's very difficult to stay in learning. You're very lucky. He gave you everything. He blessed you with everything that you need. Such a beautiful story. But the point of the story is the same point that we saw previously. And that is that if I have bitachin, if I'm coming to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and asking Him that I should be able to learn, why should, I, why should I be guaranteed that I'll get whatever I need? Why should Hashem bless me with a, a spouse, a family, with parnas, with livelihood? Why should I be blessed with that? Why, Hashem, I'm asking for that. I'm having bitachin because... I need to serve you. Shem, I just want to serve you. I want to be your, your servant. I want to be, I want to be a ben Taira. I want to be someone who studies the Taira. <laughs> then it's guaranteed. He brings here as well, A person should ask from Hashem something that's a praise to the Creator. When a person is asking that he should be able to learn, he's asking that he should be able to fulfill something spiritual, pours out his heart over it, it's guaranteed that Hashem will hear his prayer. Even though this person does not have Maisim Taivim, so it's very interesting. You don't have good deeds. A person is not a righteous individual. He's a wicked person. 
But if he says, Hashem, look, what do I really want? I really want to learn. I really want to learn. I really want to come close to you. I really want to have Torah. I really want to have mitzvahs. I really want to be a spiritual person. You can get whatever you need that way. Incredible. Incredible. Let's go on. Bechach Hasisi, Lai Be'ezus Adam, says the Radak, I trusted in you, and I didn't trust in the help of humans, of, of human beings. Therefore save me from all those who chase after me. So the Radak is underscoring the fact that he was saying, David Amel, King David was saying, I only trust in you. Bechach Hasisi means, I only trusted in you. He brings here Hagayin Rabbi Yosef Chiyun. B'chach Hasisi Shetatilim Yadfai Loi B'Kaychi. David Amel Chamer Mizmor Zeach Harish Matzashol Yashem Emaara B'chotach Knaf Miilei. The Torah tells us the the Tanakh tells us the story about King David that he was being chased by Shaul, King Saul, and Shaul Amelech David David tripped over so to speak Shaul. He was sleeping, and he could have killed Shaul. Shaul was running after him. He had a right to kill him. Something serious thing after you to kill you, you're allowed to kill him. But instead of killing him, he cut off the corner of his garment. He wanted Shaul Melech to know that he had been there and could have killed him, but he didn't. He's saying an amazing thing. He's saying... I have such pitachin on Hakadosh Baruch I'm so sure that Hashem will save me. That even though I, I could have killed him to get rid of him from me, to rid myself of my enemy who wants to destroy me, wants to kill me, I didn't need to do it. Why? Because I trust so absolutely in Hakadosh Baruch Hu that He's going to save me from my enemies. Even though I could, I could do it myself. I don't, I don't take care of the problem myself. I don't get rid of the problem once and for all. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will get rid of this problem for me. That's how confident he was. I proved, says David Amelach. King David says, I proved that I really trust you. I, I'm the real deal. I, it's real. It's serious by me. You can't make a. You can't prove it better than that. And it's the honor of a sar, of a, of a distinguished person, of a king, of a great king, of a, of a prince, that if somebody comes to him and says, please protect me, that means that I believe that you're going to protect me. And it's a great honor to, to say to somebody, you're my protector. So King David is saying, look, I trusted in you. I went all the way. I proved my trust in you absolutely. You gotta save me. You gotta help me now. It's beautiful. The Alshech, Yoimar, Hinehu Nichveh, Bishte Ishes. The Alshech says that King David was saying that he's burned, he's gonna be burned by two fires. He's afraid of a physical death. Right? He's, he's stuck in a quandary. He's stuck in a catch-22. 
Here he is. Shaul HaMelech is right in front of him. He could kill him. If he saves himself, I'm sorry, if he, if he allows Shaul HaMelech to live, so then he'll be killed physically. He's taking a great risk by allowing him to live. On the other side of it, if he goes and he kills King Saul, he's also running a spiritual risk. Killing the Bechir Hashem, the chosen one of God, King Shaul HaMelech. We find by Yaakov Avinu that he was afraid that he would be killed. He was afraid that he would kill somebody else. He wasn't interested in that, in the physical, uh, the physical damage that could come or the spiritual damage that could come. When it came to the physical aspect, he said, Save me from those who run after me. Eskufi Shema Eharig, my physical body, lest I be killed. But he also says, and save me. What's the second save me? It's a different language. One is Hoishiani and Hatsileni. Save me, not causing any damage to anybody else. This is such an important thing to think about, to focus on, to, to contemplate, right? When we go, we go, we go in our car, right? We get in our car. And we say, Tefillah, Sadar Hashem, protect me. We need to also think, Hashem, please let me not cause any damage to anybody else. That's true in a car. It's true in our Parnassah. We don't want to cause damage to other people. It's true at so many levels. We don't want to be damaged. We don't want to cause damage. We don't want to take somebody else's money that's not ours. That doesn't belong to us. That we haven't earned. That's these two Lushanas, Hashiani Mikolatfai. Save me, that I should be protected. I shouldn't cause and I shouldn't cause any damage. No damage should be caused to me, and I shouldn't cause any damage to anyone else. Okay, we have a few more minutes. Let's see a little bit more. Yirtza says the Mahora Mahora Azulai. He means to say that there's two reasons that Hashem should save him. One is from God's perspective. God is a Rachman. God is compassionate. And He created the entire world. He brought everything into existence. And He watches over every single creation. Right, there's a simple, broad reason why Hashem saves. Hashem created everything. He wants everything to exist. He has all of these creations, all these creatures. And he wants them all to exist. So David Amal says, look, He created trees and, and clouds and bugs and birds and all kinds of animal life and humans. You made us so that we should exist. Give me existence. But the second point is that David Amalek says, look, besides for the fact that I'm one of your creations, just on a very simple level, save me because of that. Besides for that, save me because I'm your servant. I serve you. It's my desire, as we spoke about, 
to learn your Taira, to study your word, to be, to be spiritual, to have a good life, a, a life that's connected to you. So it's more than just I'm cre- a creation that you want to exist. It's, uh, I'm, the, I'm the chosen of creation. I'm the one who wants to have a relationship with you, Hashem. In regards to the first one, he said, Look, I'm a creation of yours, so save me from those who run after me. Because I'm being chased. And the way is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to save those who are chased. He has Rachmanus, he has compassion on all of his creatures. Specifically, we also have that sense of if someone's the underdog, we have compassion on them. He said two languages of saving. Yeshua, language of salvation. Save me, save me. It's an absolute saving. Why should I be saved absolutely? Says David Amalek, says King David. Because of the fact that I'm your servant. I'm trying to serve you. I'm trying to do your will. Let's see one more little section here. From Rabbi Avram ben Ramoch. Hashem, Kleimar. You, Hashem, who bring all of reality into existence. And you, you have Bamidah Sarachamim. You have, you have a attribute, an attribute of, of divine mercy. Since you brought me into existence. Sounds similar to the previous idea. And you had Rachamim on me many times. You have already shown that you have Rachmanus on me. You have already shown that you have mercy upon me. I, I didn't deserve it previously. But you did. You did have Rachmanus on me. You did. Despite my unworthiness, you did have mercy upon me. You place your godliness upon me. So I trust in you. I trust in you. I want to come under your wings once again. And I've always been protected by you. I trusted in you. And I was always protected by you. Save me from all those who chase me. And save me from the greatest enemy that I have, which is Shaul, who wants to take, who wants to take me and he wants to kill me. So David HaMelech was saying something which actually, I spoke about this past Shabbos, Baruch Hashem, this past Shabbos we had a beautiful bris, Shabbos bris, Shalom Zachar, it was really something special, we named our baby after my great-grandfather, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, it was my great-grandfather, and the, the thing that I said was something that I said also almost 20 years ago my son Moshe Dov's bar, at his bris almost 20 years ago same idea in Shabbos on Friday night there's a prayer between Shalom Aleichem and Eshes Chayel if you look in that prayer it says we thank Hashem I thank you Hashem for all of the kindness that you did with me and I'm thanking you for all the kindness that you're going to do with me and with my family. 
The question that I always had, the question I had then and the question that I reiterated now was, how can I thank Hashem for something, a kindness that He hasn't done with me yet? Who says he'll do, He will even do that kindness? How can I say thank you for something that I haven't received yet? And the answer is, I believe, the answer is that when I'm already saying thank you, when I'm in that mode of gratitude, first of all, if Hashem has given me, taken care of me before, as we just saw, the David HaMelech is saying, if Hashem has already helped me in the past, even though I didn't deserve it, He's going to help me in the future, even though I don't deserve it. It's not, it doesn't depend on my, on my worthiness. Maybe it depends on my desire to serve Him. But that's not something that I've done yet. I want to serve you, Hashem. But I haven't even done that yet. So, we could say like David HaMelech is saying, I want to serve you, Hashem. Save me. Because I want to serve you. But I want to say something else. And that is that, When I'm in the mode of thanks, when I'm saying thank you, if I'm saying thank you about something I've already, I've already received, if I'm going to say thank you for something I haven't yet received, when I'm in gratitude, so I'm guaranteed, I'm guaranteed that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to take care of me and is going to give me more things to thank Him about. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.